just to let you know, I'm Debbie for the ones who are visiting. And somebody was asking me about my dress. This dress was made for me in Uganda. And today is our mission Sunday. We're going to be giving you an update. Um, uh, so I'm going to read a pas- I'm going to read a scripture here. Then we're going to pray, and then I'm going to let you know how the, the rest of the morning is going. We're going to read uh, Matthew 28:16. But the eleven disciples proceeded to Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had designated. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, and some were doubtful. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always to the end of the age. And, um, and that's what we're going to be talking about today, the places we're going, places we've gone. And, you know, something that just popped out to me, and it said, some were doubtful. And you know, that's kind of interesting. Um, There are people who are doubtful about missions. There are people who are doubtful. You know, what is missions? Is it really something we should be doing? Is it somewhere we should, you know, be designating? And yes, it is. And we'll be hearing about some of that today. Yes. And uh, that, we all know it as the Great Commission. Okay, um, so I wanted to, so this is how the rest of the Sunday is going to go. Aidan is going to come up and give us an update on Foursquare Missions. I'm going to do an update on uh, Uganda Missions. And then Don is going to introduce our guest speaker. And then we will have some question and answer time. And then we'll end in prayer. And that's how our morning's going. So we'd like to start off, Adrian's going to come up and give us an update on what we're doing in the local Foursquare missions. Good morning, everybody. Um, Just a a quick uh, uh, thing about Rice Principle that supports uh, Foursquare Missions Press. Uh, We do this uh, every month on the third Sunday of of the month, so the next uh, time we'll be passing the Rice Principle offering containers will be on October 20th. And then, um, so today, uh, for the rest of what I was going to say, I want to focus on Foursquare Missions. Uh, It's the international missions arm of the U.S. Foursquare Church. Uh, we can support Foursquare missions by praying, giving, going if, if we're called, uh, and sending workers. We can also welcome people from other countries who are in our own community. Um, as our country's demographics change, uh, the world is coming to us. Um, they are our neighbors, our co-workers, our health care providers, uh, owners of the restaurants we love to eat at. Um, it's great opportunities for us to reach out, um, touch people with uh, the love of Jesus. Okay, uh, Foursquare Missions uh, partners with our brothers and sisters around the world, uh, inside and outside of Foursquare, to reach unreached people groups. It's often easier for a missions worker from a country that is not the USA to get into closed countries. Okay, um, One thing that really stood out to me that I just learned this week um, I think a lot of us aren't aware <laughs> that the Foursquare Church around the world, outside of the U.S., is 43 times larger than the U.S. Foursquare Church. 
I'm sorry, I, I want to say it again. The Foursquare Church around the world, outside of the U.S. Foursquare Church, is 43 times larger than the U.S. Foursquare Church. Uh, we need to know that, <laughs> okay? Um, and that those were figures from 2016, so I have a feeling it's a lot larger even now. So um, We're going to be watching a video about the Foursquare Church in Kazakhstan. Uh, Kazakhstan was part of the former Soviet, Soviet Union of Russia, um, and this uh, video I think was made in 2016. Uh, they shared their vision to have a ministry training center in their country. The Foursquare churches in Germany, Great Britain, and the U.S. Uh, partnered financially with the Foursquare church in Kazakhstan, and um, information that I was able to find out was that they obtained the land and started building. I didn't have time to find out what's going on in 2019 with this, so uh, if I can find out more information, I'll let you know. But I just want to let you know what is going on around the world with Foursquare. You know, we saw last time a video about what was going on in uh, Cambodia, uh, the national leaders there. This is about Kazakhstan. Uh, uh, one thing else that I wanted to mention is Kazakhstan is on the Open Doors World Watch list, uh, and that list, list uh, ranks the top 50 countries where Christians are persecuted for their faith. Uh, number one is extreme persecution. Um, middle of the list may be uh, very high persecution, and number 50, you know, around there would be uh, 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 high high persecution. Kazakhstan is number 34 on that list, okay? So we'll go ahead and watch the video and see what's going on in Kazakhstan with our brothers and sisters there. During the Russian Empire and going into the Soviet, anybody that didn't really fit the system or that was suspect was sent down past the Urals into this region of Siberia. And over the centuries, a variety of different groups were shipped into what's now Kazakhstan. In, in this one region, you've got a great variety in terms of ethnic identity and religious affiliation that really isn't that common in, in the other neighboring countries. I was born and raised in Kazakhstan and I moved to Germany in 1988 when I was 13 years old. So I grew up uh, among Kazakhs and Uzbeks and Russian people. Uh, I was working for a mission organization and came back to Kazakhstan. And this uh, touched my heart when I saw uh, Muslims coming to know Jesus because I grew up among them but I didn't have the idea that the gospel is also for them because the church was really in underground and in fear at that time. But there was a new openness, so it really touched my heart and I felt like I have a call from God to bring the gospel to, to my former uh, neighbors, to, to the uh, uh, country and the nation where I grew up. And we started to do mission and church planting in Kazakhstan. And today we are 27 Foursquare churches in Kazakhstan. I was asked to uh, lead uh, the Foursquare churches in Kazakhstan as a national leader. And uh, I gave over the leadership to Pastor Thomas, uh, who is doing a great job. 
and there is a team in place and they're, they're really uh, passionate to uh, plant churches, to um, bring the Kingdom of God to every city and every village in Kazakhstan and even uh, to the other nations around Kazakhstan and Central Asia. We believe that we have a special role for this Asian area. And what we see that when people come to Kazakhstan from Uzbekistan, from different countries around us, they feel that God keeps this place for His purpose. I believe He wants to use us for great revival in this area. Um, what is our dream? Uh, we want to build some training center for different nations in Kazakhstan. We believe that we can give them good opportunity to be ready to go and preach gospel, even to the end of earth. Этот центр я вижу прежде всего вместе молиться нашими пасторами, потому что они, как сказать, нету возможности их странах собираться. Это это всех воодушевляет. Это у нас сердце горит, что вместе быть. Я в этом вижу, что Бог нас соединяет и хочет что-то больше сделать. Казахстан not very open country. Uh, we have many uh, limits for our ministry. I cannot to preach gospel outside the church, but still I can stay on the stage in my church and I can preach and uh, I can say Jesus is the Lord. And still I have such freedom. Our neighbors uh, like uh, Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, uh, Tajikistan, they cannot do it. So we understand, we don't want to miss this time because that country was open maybe five, ten years ago and, and now they are closed. So we want help people who live in Kazakhstan and people who can come to Kazakhstan. We can give them everything what they need that they will go and preach gospel for their nations because uh, still we have such opportunity. Я как казах, как пастор, который получил слово от миссионеров, которые приехали с Америки, большинство с Америки. Мой пастор был американец. Я очень благодарен им. Они меня вырастили. Сейчас я вырос, как другие пастора здесь в Казахстане, в Азии. Бог дает нам ответственность, чтобы дальше нести слово Божье. И у нас есть видение, что Бог будет делать еще больше. И мы нуждаемся, чтобы вы дальше продолжали молиться за нас. Поэтому я хочу, чтобы вы молились за нас. Вместе увидим Божью славу на наш Аллилуйя. videos I get excited I get really excited to see what we're doing around the world um, next we're gonna have an update on Uganda um, for the ones who don't know our church our church is now a sister church to getting a church going in Uganda 
And uh, this is our mission house that we have been contributing to. And this is where Brother Edward and Caitlin and their family will live. And I just want you to know that since we partner with them, we have sent $2,600. And this is some of the things they've been able to do. They finished the walls. They put doors. They have like four doors. This is the newest project. They're putting in a septic tank. And these men, this is all done by hand. They dug this hole by hand. Notice how straight it is on the edges. And so these guys are working on their septic tank right now. Um, oh, that's, you can't see that too good, but that's some lighting. So, so far we've had windows put in. We've had doors put in. They've painted, and they, uh, they've done the electrical, and they've put in lighting, and that's some of their lighting. And this is more, I was just kind of fascinated with this septic tank project and just like, wow, and kept asking Caitlin, they did this by hand? She says they're doing it by hand right now. And that's not too good, but um, Edward's in the background there. So this is what their house, this is where they're going to be living. And their plans now is they'll be leaving July of this year, two uh, 2020. And Lord willing, I'll be going with them. Um, and so uh, this is where they'll live. And this is when you go over, when some of you go over, because you will, and when, as we get going on their projects, this is where we will stay, in the mission house. So... Um, I don't know, is that the last one? Okay, you can flip through them again. That would be good. So just to give you an update, like I said, so far with the money we've sent, isn't it amazing that we've, I mean, you think of what can get done over there, like for, you know, $2,600, $3,000. So, so far we've done, they're working on the septic tank right now. We've already put windows in. We've put doors in, and they've done the electricity. And it's just like, Wow. You know, all, and they've painted, and now they're getting ready to do the tile, and it's just, uh, and they're going to have indoor plumbing for us Westerners when we come. So, yes, that is a good thing for us Westerners, let me tell you, because that was a real, you know, when you go to a third world country, you, uh, their, their facilities, bathroom facilities are a lot different than ours. But, um, and then also I wanted to tell you that uh, so far we're can't, so far, we're collecting cans and bottles. And so far, since I've announced it, we now, I cashed some in. We have $28. And somebody just put more cans down there. So if you bring cans and bottles, we have a can, uh, uh, garbage can down there. You can put them in there. And if that's too full, just leave your bag, and I'll be collecting them. And I just want to tell you, um, I am not going to ask any questions. I will take all kinds of cans and bottles, whether it's pop cans, beer cans, or any kind. I won't make you sign. You can just bring them. You can be anonymous. It doesn't matter. I have to tell you this little kind of story. So some of you, I have a car, and on the side of my car it says, Pray for America. The back of it says, Jesus is the answer. Well, I have a friend, Adrian. She kind of, she says to me one time, because I'll just get any cans and bottles, okay? So I had this friend call me up, and he says, Debbie, I've got a bunch of beer cans if you want to come and get them. So I go to his house. And I load up the back of my car. I mean, all the way to the window, you could see. You look in the back of my car, and all these are beer, beer bottles. 
And I'm driving here, I'm driving down to the store. Adrian goes, she just starts laughing. She goes, Debbie, you're really something. Jesus is the answer. Your car's loaded full of beer cans. <laughs> I said, hey, I, if they want to drink it, I'll cash it and I'll take the money, you know? But I just kind of thought that was a little chuckle. So I'll take any kind, any kind of cans and bottles. That's one of our fundraisers for Uganda. And, um, and so um, now I would like Donna to come up. And uh, like I said, Edward and Caitlin are planning to leave in about nine months. In fact, their house sold. They had a house in Newport. In fact, they're waiting for it to close. And uh, yeah, so we're, it's happening. And Donna's going to come up and introduce our guest speaker from Open Doors. So many of you may already know, but for those of you who don't, um, I work with an organization by the name of Open Doors. And um, it's an organization whose sole focus is to support our brothers and sisters across the world who suffer uh, for the name of Christ, um, for their faith. And uh, last year, uh, I uh, was asked by Open Doors to um, man w their booth at a very large uh, missions conference in the Port Portland area. And at that missions conference, I was able to meet and um, man the booth with him. And he has quite uh, a lengthy history with Open Doors and with the Persecuted Church. And he's your presenter today. And I introduce to you. Um, sorry, I forgot to mention, we will not be recording today's presentation. Um, and so we also ask that um, no electronic devices of your own that you take any pictures or record anything as well. So just this is to help uh, protect our persecuted brothers and sisters as well. 